P.S. You're Wrong, the podcast where we talk trash about the things people love to hate and hate to love. And we're your hosts, Shelby and Matt. And it's an exciting day, Shelby. Yes. What the fans have been waiting for their whole life. There's blood, sweat, and tears that went into making this day happen. Mostly from yours truly. Yeah, all from Matt, you. Initially. I really did nothing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but our PS merch is um is finally live. I it's there. It's it's online. It's ready to be purchased. I hope it all goes smoothly. I honestly like all respect to any small business owner because it is a hassle and a half, but <laughs> I think it's up and running. So you can find our merch, our merch store. Um, it'll be linked in our Instagram and Twitter as well, but it's psyourong.square.site. <laughs> it's a free domain, y'all. And <laughs> I'm excited <laughs> to see if, um, if anyone likes it. Honestly, open to feedback hopeful that it it scratches that itch that a few of you have been kindly bugging us about for a few a, a while now so i did it a good deed yeah, i mean <laughs> you negotiated like with sales tax and <laughs> yes. shipping and <laughs> sizing and all kinds of stuff that i would never have even dreamed would be involved <laughs> i'd be like oh yeah you just put it on t-shirt five bucks done no, apparently it's yeah. more difficult than that. Who would know? I know it's a huge pain, but we gotta you know honor the love of our pissers. That's that's what we're here for. Is yeah, community. there's <laughs> merch that says pissers on it, which I will. I am not a part of. I did not endorse this. I will not oh, be well, wearing it. Says it. on the back of the t-shirt, this term is endorsed by Matt. That's, no, it doesn't. Does it? Surprise. <laughs> that's rude that's rude but if you want to buy classier merch there's also a hat mugs Mm -hmm. other Mm t-shirts all kinds of stuff i mean i think it looks good i'm excited to uh order it slash wear it but again (laughs) not the pisser stuff but if that's if that's your uh that's what you're into go for it (laughs) there's options and um hopefully there will be some other more creative um items down the line i just was ironing out some details with those so uh you know if this is a success you can expect a a fall line a summer line i don't know how that works oh great uh, Uh, because a lot of people been clamoring for a bikini top with our faces on it (laughs) yeah (laughs) i feel like taylor swift's merch has like trained me to think oh like sweaters and long sleeve t-shirts like that's that's what the people want right and so i feel like i'll really taylor swift has like knitwear and yeah. like all kinds of it's like nine hundred dollars yeah that'll it, be next shelby's gonna have time. me over here like crocheting things to send to people yeah. exactly Ugh. but i'm excited and hopefully it um all looks good works great uh there's all the information on the website but if you have any questions obviously feel free to dm me on ps you're wrong on twitter or instagram or send us an email at ps you're wrong at gmail.com and but speaking it's a good day emails, to be a pisser <laughs> uh, we uh we got an email in from a rather feisty fan oh. named jackson saying educate yourself while listening to the 2021 film preview, I audibly gasped with disgust when Matt <laughs> said Dear Evan Hansen gave him the prom vibes. Matt, I usually agree with you, but no, absolutely <laughs> not. I will forgive you this time, but please don't let it happen again. Yes, put him in your, his place. Honestly, okay. Okay. I feel the same way. When I say that you can send us emails, 
emails. I do not mean that you can send emails that are an attack on me and not an attack on Shelby. That's not no, how we we're going. we don't censor, okay? We don't believe in cancel culture, okay? It's a free world. They must be able to share their truth. Okay. That's what we prioritize here at PS You're Wrong is anyone's chance to tell you, Matt, <laughs> specifically how wrong you are. <laughs> it's basically the name of the podcast. Yes. Um, uh, look, I will see Dear Evan Hansen when it comes out. If I stand corrected, I stand corrected. You know, I'm not above admitting when I'm wrong, <laughs> such as when I thought that COVID wouldn't be a thing. Uh, yeah. So... You know, you live and you learn. Wait, <laughs> exactly. but so have you listened to the music at all, or you just hate it? No, I've listened to the music. To. I've listened to music. I've listened to the soundtrack. I think yeah. it's fine. I don't yeah. love Ben Platt though, so I feel like that's part of the issue. Mm, interesting, interesting. That goes all the way back to um, uh, Pitch Perfect. Pitch Perfect. Yes, or, yeah. I think <laughs> he has a good voice, but he's just like annoying to me for whatever reason, <laughs> and I can't like get past it. Do you ever get told that you look like him or? Talk like him or sound like him? No, are you projecting? Why are you? Issues is, there? <laughs> is this is this coming from somewhere, yeah. Shelby? <laughs> Have you been sitting on this for a long yeah. time that I remind yeah. you of Ben Platt? <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, I don't, I don't know if I, I haven't looked at a picture in a while, but I, I guess I could see it. Like, who is your celebrity doppelganger? Honestly, see, I feel like I don't really have one. I mm, every you're just now and original. Well, every no, I mean, I don't. I think it's probably just that celebrities are too good looking. <laughs> um, but I feel like I get random people, but I don't have someone who I've got consistently. You know what I yeah. mean? Like some people, are like oh, yeah. I always get told I look like Gwyneth Paltrow, and it's like no, I've gotten yeah. a whole slew of just random off the wall people. And I don't think that, yeah, I don't think that most of them have really anything to do with how I look exactly. Um, well, here's a fun such question. A um, uh, it's tr- it's sort of trending, I guess, according to my Gen Z sister-in-law on uh, TikTok. But the the question is, if you really put in the effort, like on a good day, you just like decided I'm going to look my best and you mm-hmm. you could wear whatever, like you do your makeup, hair, however who is the like hottest celebrity that you think would hit on you on that day? Uh, uh, <laughs> like what level could you attain? Do you think? Okay. I thought this was going a different place. I thought it was which celebrity <laughs> could you possibly like pass as not. No, okay. No, no. Which celebrity would hit on me if yeah. I looked my best, like You're currently, or best. if I was like working out more. No, no, no. Like currently. Currently. Okay. So like just you fl- could change your hair, clothes maybe, but it's like you okay. just wake up okay. today and you're like, I'm going to, I'm going to go to the Oscars <laughs> I mean, and see what happens. Well, I have a real razzle dazzle personality, so I could probably <laughs> win over just about anybody with that. You're right. That's a good <laughs> attitude, Matt. <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, that's hard. I think you could do. I, I could think get it- like, I think I could get a character actor. <laughs> Margo you know? Martindale. Margo Martin. I could get like, Richard Hello. Richard E. Grant, maybe. Um, <laughs> oh wow, that would be fun. That'd be a good one. I wouldn't be mad about that personally. Like 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 Sam Rockwell level. I feel like that's. Yeah. I feel like that's about where I'd be hitting. Yeah. See, I thought I thought like my peak would be like Dave Franco. Like I think I could catch his eye. Yes. And I think that's like my level I'd get like that like B plus maybe celebrity. I think um, B, I think uh Dave Franco is fairly attractive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. So I feel like that that's I could shoot for that, but not like not like any of the Chris's, you know, like I think that's that's where I'd settle in. At. And it's you know, it's it's fair. I don't I'll know. Take it. I feel like I, I feel like it would depend. Like yeah. because because I think that there's there's a bigger swing for girls because there's so much yeah. like makeup and extensions and blah 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 blah. Interesting. So I feel oh like you gosh. could probably like move up higher than Stop, I could. Stop, Matt. You know? Oh my gosh, are just you think, joking? Just think about <laughs> you with some Botox, with like two inches of makeup on your face, with just like all of those like corsets and stuff, squeezing things. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I wear you, the skims. I I'm, make it work. I'm good yeah. to go. Mm-hmm. That's where well, so they don't nice. really got that for me. So. <laughs> It's going to be a rough go. It's going to be me and yeah. me and like uh, aging Susan Sarandon. I mean, like Rob pointed out, though, that a lot of beautiful actresses end up with pretty basic looking dudes because women just tend to, you know, respect personality over. Oh, so maybe I could get someone who's hot. Yeah, because I mean, like, look at who Jennifer Lawrence or uh, Emma Stone married. Like, they're just like they're they're sort basic. of all like dorky, like yeah. funny people. Scarlett Johansson. Is, oh, my. Like, oh, my. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I I think I could. I think I could do better than Colin Jost. So I'm gonna. So basically, both of us could date whoever we wanted. Okay. Glad that we determined that. We're very attractive. We're very funny. And everyone in Hollywood would want to date us. Perfect. It's a. It's a wonder we haven't been scouted out yet. I mean, honestly. Okay, well, enough of that. Do you have real news, Matt, that we can discuss? Uh, I, I have so many listeners? stories this week that are all oh, like wow. sort of half stories, but I think they're all really funny. And this one we have to get to, so it's not a lead story, but I need to start with it right away. Oh, okay. Um, January Jones, who okay. is a gem on social media, just in general, she has a dog, a Bernadoodle named <gasps> Vinny. Oh, cute! Who was bitten by a rattlesnake. And so had to, like, get carted off to the vet or whatever, I guess. Like, has recovered but was poisoned. And so January Jones posted a video on her Instagram of her in the backyard of her house with a croquet mallet killing rattlesnakes so that they wouldn't bite her dog again. Isn't that wild? How many many rattlesnakes does she have? I don't know, but I guess there's more than one. And she was out there with a croquet mallet. pretty dark. Bludgeoning. (laughs) rattlesnakes wow and it was like a graphic video i no, the video wasn't graphic but it was like she was out there with it like doing it so do you think it was staged like it was pretend like i don't think so because she's pretty wacky so (laughs) i think her videos are pretty much straight her yeah well what did the animal activists have to say about that i mean i don't know because you want to save your dog right that's true. Which animal matters Which more? Which animal matters more? Rattlesnake lives wow. matter. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, I personally feel like you could call animal control and they could take them back to nature, can't they? I don't know. They're <laughs> rattlesnakes. Yeah. But a life for an eye for an eye isn't real justice, you know. <laughs> yeah, but if you got the croquet mallet and that snake is there, I would honestly be terrified of getting bitten by the snake myself. No, yeah, that's pretty. That's what's gnarly to it's me. It's very is that ballsy. She just has rattlesnakes in yeah. her yard. That's disturbing. That's um, why you don't move to L.A., folks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I guess I'd rather deal with rattlesnakes than like cockroaches. If I'm being honest, what? That's insane. I feel like rattlesnakes like keep to themselves. I guess since I have a dog, if I had a lawn, that'd be like problematic. Rattlesnakes can kill you. 
a cockroach Yeah, but they cannot. like keep to themselves. They don't like come into your house. You yeah, know what okay. I mean? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Cockroaches don't really phase me. I mean, like I don't want yeah. to have a bunch of them, but like if I find one somewhere, I'm not going to be like, ow. Ugh, disgusting. Bugs Cancel. don't really bother me. Okay. Anyways, next uh-huh. story. Okay. This one's more in depth, so it'll probably oh, take gosh, the rest of the time. Um, Chloe Kardashian. Uh, she, she, it's a complicated story. So I want to make sure I get the timeline right. Okay, Basically gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. what happened is last week, an unedited photo of her appeared online. I'm not quite sure <gasps> where, but like someone involved in her circle, like accidentally quote unquote posted this photo of her at the pool. And it's just like a candid, like it's definitely not a like gorgeous photo, but she's just standing there. She looks a little, people immediately like started talking about it because she looks less, you know, um, photoshopped yes then in general and it was like whatever the video was going like viral ish but not really because i didn't hear about it until what happened next which is that chloe and her family went after anyone posting it and threatened to sue if they didn't take it down so it was basically like a you know beyonce moment when she didn't like those photos from (laughs) her performance oh yeah the like ones yeah Mm -hmm. except that this was just about a photo that wasn't really getting a lot of attention and also like wasn't even as bad as some things that you see in like okay magazine that's like oh fat yeah. on the beach you know and so then everyone was like wow why are you doing this like why are you like coming after these accounts for sharing this photo like calm down you're you're bigger <laughs> like you should be better than this but so that motivated her to then post go on an instagram live and show off her body like in front of a mirror and be like oh unfiltered like just like desperate for approval basically that she looks better than that photo showed and she's like you know in her skimpy like thong trying to show off how curvy her booty is compared to how skinny her waist is and look at those boobs and it's all just like classic kardashian obsession but she then posts it as a as an instagram store as an instagram like post the next day with a very long note um like in the post itself, it's like, um, I just want to talk about this. Like that photo that was shared to me while it was beautiful, it just wasn't me. And I, I work so hard for my body that I just like need you guys to see it. And it was basically like, please tell me I'm pretty. And she cites how she is insecure in her body and she's insecure um, having grown up in the media as sort of the ugly sister and she's insecure about it and she has every right to control what photos are out there of her person and that she is just, you know, trying, like, obviously she likes good lighting. She loves good filters, like blah, blah, blah. She wears makeup. She likes to feel good about herself and that's okay. And it got a bunch of rah-rah sisterhood comments and likes and like retweets and whatever. But it's just like the layers here. (laughs) Because on one hand, I totally agree that I, I believe any woman, any person in the universe can feel insecure about their body, no matter what level they're at. Like, across the board, I understand that. And I sympathize with it. And I do think that how Chloe was talked about in the early aughts is disturbing and disgusting and would do damage to anyone's psyche. But you also have the Kardashians who are heavily involved in the beauty standards of today. And they're shelling out, like they're 
they are defining trends. They have their skims. They have their waist trainers. They have their lip liners. They're constantly talking about their fit tea, their diet regimens, their exercise routines. Like they are a part of the culture that makes us insecure. (laughs) And so it's hard to kind of empathize with someone who is profiting off of so many other women's insecurities. And then when she goes around and tries to literally erase an image of a very generically, you know, pretty girl, like skinny, wealthy, whatever, attractive from the internet because it's so offensive to her that she could possibly look like that, a a real person. It's like you're continuing to make a toxic environment for people. And I just, it's just the layers there of the... Uh, I don't even know just the toxicity, the insecurity, the the desperation like it's 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 traumatizing for someone who had to grow up in the 2000s and like deal with unattainable beauty standards and try and unpack my own psychological issues around all of that. Watch someone like Chloe struggle so hard from a single image that wasn't even bad to start with. And that's just that's the Kardashian brand. Well, and it also comes, I feel like beauty has sort of become like a class issue more than Mm -hmm. anything else, where you have these upper class, like rich, extremely wealthy people who can have all of these different like surgeries and treatments and facials and products that they use that cost them thousands of dollars to to look a certain way. But Mm -hmm. then they obviously aren't sharing all of that with you. So then people who are more middle class or lower class are seeing these photos and thinking like, oh, this is what I need to look like. Like, This is what beauty is. When in actuality, no one looks like that without Mm -hmm. all of this money. But you don't know that because they're not disclosing the amounts that they're spending on themselves all the time. So it's even more frustrating when someone who has spent so much money on themselves, like Chloe is then saying like, oh, well, this still isn't good enough. Like that just... I think it's very toxic for people, for young people, for people growing up, for people who are just like, you know, average uh, people around the world who then feel like, okay, well, if she doesn't like the way, like if, if, if that's not good enough for her, then like, what about me? Cause I am, yeah. you know, at a very different place. And then it just causes all kinds of body issues among all kinds of people. And yeah. I don't know. I think it's really frustrating and when you are a celebrity and someone who is you know like a beauty influencer I feel like you owe it to the people who are following you to be more honest and upfront about Mm -hmm. those kind of things which the Kardashians are not so yeah I mean they famously resist any (laughs) any attempts to tell them they're doing it wrong like it's like they constantly are citing like feminism like women can't tear women down let me do what I want with my body which is all true except that you're also marketing like self-hatred for the masses. And it's like the fact that like filters exist that like I, I'll like scroll through the Instagram filters or whatever. And it's wild. Like I definitely look better. Oh, they're but then insane. I, like, yeah. But then I like turn it off and like, holy crap, is that my real face? And it's like, it's five seconds of exposure. And already my mind is like, whoa, turned off by my reality. So you can see why Chloe who spends all day in a filtered like zone constantly processing her body through filters is suddenly like oh my gosh I have to get this photo taken down I hate myself in it and that's just like 
that is a layer of <laughs> dark sadness that I wish she could have really examined instead of just being like, well, here I am in my gym. Like, look at me. Aren't I hot? Like, I, I really am. Like, I swear. And it's just like, well, that was not the point of the, the story. Like, I wish it could have gone a different direction. Right. Well, I mean, and even whatever that gym video was, it's like. Yeah. Uh, like, it is, is, is she? Yeah, it's like, what? Well, yeah, like, what's going on there? You know, I'm sure that yeah. there's like work being done in some way, shape, yeah. or form, whether it's makeup or, you know, yeah, touching lighting. up or whatever. Yeah, uh, I, had a, I had a friend who was telling me that I have a friend who has a friend who my friend follows on Instagram and was <laughs> saying that, like, they haven't seen each other in like several years or whatever, but, you know, sees all their pictures and was like, oh, like this person, you know, very beautiful gorgeous whatever and then ran into her in real life and was like wait she looks like markedly different in real (laughs) life than she does in these pictures and she was telling a a friend about it and they were like yeah she's been using like facetune and a bunch of these like apps on her instagram pictures for like years so now the person who she is in real life looks completely different than the person who was on social media and then at a certain point you can't really go back because (laughs) then it's like well what happened yeah it's wild it's it's definitely like a ya novel waiting to happen yeah oh i think it's a ya novel that's already (laughs) happened about 17 times but it just wasn't good yeah so we'll we'll have years to work through that psychological trauma but any other stories well i was just gonna say speaking of the beauty industry and fashion and all of that the met gala is going to be back uh, oh. they're doing sort of a two-part thing. Usually the Met Gals in May. They're not yes. doing, they had to skip it last year or then maybe they did some kind of virtual thing no, and then they don't it. have, um, and then they're not doing it this May, but they're scheduling sort of like a, a two-part exhibit thing where part, like the first part, half of the exhibit will open in September. And I guess there'll be a Met Gala or a Met Gala then. And then the second half of the exhibit will open next May and they'll be, a second gala and the theme of it is the united states of america so i'm Ew. like what are these <laughs> like what are these looks going to be yeah, i feel like there's gonna be uh, like half a dozen people who come in red white and blue there's yeah. gonna be people who like have all kinds of strange like social justice kind of outfits that they're tying to this like i feel like yeah. this is just gonna be a disaster i hate it already <laughs> I'm sure someone will come in an offensive sort of like blackface adjacent all lives matter style. Yes. <laughs> look that they thought was super like probably Jared Leto honestly. He he'll think he's saying something important and then it'll just be garbage. Yeah, someone will come up like as in like a cop but like a sexy cop yeah. <laughs> some kind of outfit. Yeah, it's just going to be bad. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Well, that is something to uh look forward to, I guess. What a what a theme, honestly. I kind of phoned it in, I feel like, but that's fine. I think they should have gone with pandemic. Wouldn't that have been a fun theme? That everybody's like in like hazmat suits and like face mat. Like I feel like the, let let the let the fashion designers try to do quarantine no, chic. Please no. I never want to remember this time again. Um, I feel like we never talked about this, but and maybe we did. You'll have to correct me. I might have just blocked it from my memory. But George R. R. Martin is 
um, developing a live stage adaptation uh, of Game of Thrones I, for Broadway. I, Shelby, <laughs> I do not have the time or energy to discuss George R. R. Martin. He is so annoying to me. the The end of the show sucked. The yeah. books he has, he still has two books that he has to write, which yeah. he is fully not even writing at this point. He's working on prequels and blah blah blah, and now this stage adaptation, and he's publishing other books. I like truly cannot give one more wow. ounce of myself to uh, game of thrones twist. i'm you just like a big no. fan i was but i read five books and then he's not gonna yeah. write the other two i watched all of those seasons of the show and it ended yeah. like crap because they but because the creators fault, right well i mean not yes and no the creators of the show were like well, we're a bit like we want to be on to other things so we're just gonna like try to squeeze us all into a season or whatever okay. when they, they should have spread it out longer um oh, but that is the ending like george R. R. martin helped I don't know. That's the thing we don't know because they didn't really say. And I think that (laughs) if he is doing it in the books, he'd probably do it better than on the TV show because he'd have more time. But it's like, yeah, I don't know. Uh, There was a period where I was very into Game of Thrones and I have truly, honestly, it's a very strange time for me because between Game of Thrones and Harry Potter, I have like cleansed large (laughs) swaths of my past and I'm like, uh, do I have like a, like, what am I a fan of anymore? Anybody? (laughs) Is there something? Okay, so you win the lottery to go see this on Broadway. You're you're skipping it? Is that what you're telling me? I mean, me right I now? might see it on Broadway. <laughs> like because I'm here in New York and like it probably won't do well and Interesting. I feel you like have tickets- no faith in this. Even no. though arguably you've liked everything George R. R. Martin directly has touched. No. But has he done a musical or whatever? Is it a musical? No, it's or not is a, it a musical. Play? It's not a musical. It's a. I. I don't think it's a musical. It's a live stage adaptation of what's called the Great Tourney of Harrington. <laughs> no, no. So it's basically no, I hate this. it, it I hate has it the characters don't of care. Game of Thrones. So it's not technically no. like one of these prequels that doesn't no. feature anyone. It's about. Um, I'm not interested whatever <laughs> i would maybe see it but i don't think it's gonna be good it feels like a well cash grab. people thought people thought the jk rowling um child one wouldn't be good but you loved it i love the, the production <laughs> of that was very good because it was like clearly they had a lot of money involved so maybe that's yeah. the same with this where it will be really cool to watch um but i don't know i <laughs> I okay don't have the that's energy. fine i i honestly don't like anything to do with game of thrones so i just am thriving in this new environment where you hate it too so thank you <laughs> Truly, <my> <laughs> tr- uh, like i know that you're not to blame for this but somehow i'm blaming you i feel like this does feel like <laughs> somehow your fault you just ruin things right for me. to the final season of game of thrones so let the record show i am not responsible for that and they burned a lot of bridges with that. Harry Potter, Game of Thrones, <laughs> COVID all seem to somehow be your responsibility. <laughs> I was in a I was in a very happy place and they've all been yeah, ruined. Your ignorance. Yeah. <sighs> you couldn't maintain that rose colored. I know. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's depressing. It's hard to grow yeah. up. Okay. Love it or hate it. <laughs> yeah. Show me what you've been up to. Um, so I think maybe you talked about this at some point, or maybe I like half talked about it, but I just got finished. Re- reading the mothers by Britt bennett yeah and i had read the vanishing half by her this past summer and loved it and then the mothers is her first book and i just adored it so much i think she's such a good writer and it's uh, like 
it's about these two girls who are, you know, like friends and sort of growing up and how their lives interconnect with each other. And there's not like that much going on in the plot, but it is so interesting. Mm-hmm. And the way that she writes characters is so fascinating. And just like the language that she uses, I couldn't put it down and I couldn't put vanishing half down either. They're, very different stories, but they're sort of similar in a lot of ways. So if like you've read one, I think you should definitely read the other because I think you'd enjoy it. And if you haven't read either, like what are you doing with yourself? These are great yeah. books. They're very popular. <laughs> like get on it. Yeah, no, I I did enjoy that book. I like The Vanishing Half a little bit more, but same. I but I, I would think agree the with that. This is a good a good uh, adventure too. Mm-hmm. Nice. She's a good author. I think next you should read Homegoing. Um, by Yaa Gassi, which is, she's another great author, and she just did her second book, which I also really liked. In fact, you might like that one more. It's called Transcendent Kingdom, I think. Um, yes. My book club has almost picked that about three times now, so maybe oh, I'll have good. to try to get them. Right now, it's I'm reading really the, interesting. the new Joan Didion essay collection, mm, who I also yeah. really like. Are you a Joan Didion fan? Um, no. I. It's hard for me to do essays. I think I've told you that. There's oh, okay. like very few yeah. collections that mm-hmm. I've liked, but <laughs> I love an but essay I'm happy collection, so it works. <laughs> okay, I am I am a little insecure to talk about this because I feel like I stumble over my words and I never want to like take away from people who are better adapted at, at speaking for this group, but I feel like I wanted to make a statement about, um, well, first of all, I watched Two Distant Strangers, which is a Oscar-nominated short film. Yes, I've seen this too. I watched it last night. Yes, it's on Netflix now, so everyone can watch it. And it was really good and very thought-provoking. It's about police brutality. And unfortunately, today, I was just like very... (sighs) Today, on we're recording this on Monday, and um, this is the day that the news broke, for me at least, that a man had been killed by police again in the same town that the Derek Chauvin trial is currently going on for George Floyd, who was killed by police last year. And so this is a story we've all heard before, and unfortunately, it's like a lived reality for Black people in America, and that's a lot of what Two Distant Strangers explores, and and unpacks and takes issue with and they do it in a really interesting way um it was made by Trayvon Free who is a great follow on Twitter and I also heard about it from Van Lathan who is another person I follow on Instagram who I recommend as well and he does a podcast called Higher Learning with um Rachel Lindsay of The Bachelor fame and that's another great podcast and I feel like that's something I want to reiterate to our listeners is Obviously, it's like hard to kind of face these stories, especially, um, you know, I'm a very privileged white girl and it's taken a lot of self-education to unpack a lot of biases and, um, yeah, just the way I was raised, the things I was taught, the experiences I've had and rewiring my brain to not only unpack the white supremacy that I've unfortunately like carried in my life but also to empathize and recognize the experience of black people in this country and I think last year we talked a lot about exposing ourselves to different voices and um, uh, diversifying our feeds and reading books and listening to podcasts and watching movies and I'm glad you recommended the mothers this week too because I think she's another great voice Mm -hmm. and I just I feel like 
you know, it's easy to talk about the funny stuff on our show and we like being a chance to escape <laughs> the trauma of the real world. And I'm sure I don't say things perfectly all the time. And I would hate to speak over, um, you know, the people who have done the work and had their feet on the ground for so long. But I also recognize that as a white person with a audience, with a reach that I feel like we need to acknowledge these moments and remind ourselves to take the time to learn these stories and say their names and believe and convince ourselves and the people we can convince that Black Lives Matter. And unfortunately, they're not being valued in the same way by a system that continually uh, degrades and, and eventually takes their lives. And so if you need an in, in a way to get into that conversation, I do think Two Distant Strangers is a good way um, through a fictional film to combat that. But also, obviously, unfortunately, we have news stories um, every day, it feels like, where you can kind of study these instances and figure out the inconsistencies and try and, and hopefully activate some sort of way to engage and hopefully build a better future. So I do feel like that's something I just wanted to say. And hopefully mm-hmm. I said it okay. Yeah, no. And that's on Netflix right now? Yes? Yeah. 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 So yeah. it's on Netflix. And and again, the uh, writer and director, Trayvon Free, he's very active on Twitter and engages with a lot of different things. But um, he has a lot of interesting... Because some people don't like it because they feel like it, it portrays Black trauma, like it, it focuses too much on Black trauma. Um, but I think it's an interesting film because there is like a lot of black joy in it too and kind of resilience. And anyways, he does a really great job of examining that and discussing that with people on his Twitter as well. So if it leaves you with questions, I definitely think he's a good, a good source to, to go to and kind of wrestle that out. Mm -hmm. I I mean, it's up for best live action short. Um, Mm -hmm. so there's the potential that he could have a big platform with the, oscars if they if he wins i saw the whole set of them last night and i definitely feel like it's a strong contender there and it's sort of different from a lot of the other things that are up in that category so Mm -hmm. i think it's definitely a possibility which would be really cool yeah so that's a that's a good recommendation especially in these (laughs) uh days of the Derek Chauvin trial and everything Mm -hmm. Ugh, i know it's 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 uh yeah it's like very difficult to talk about i feel like especially in certain you know places with like certain uh you know types of people in your family or friends or whatever but it, yeah. i feel like it is an important conversation to have and so yeah hopefully if you sort of have like pop culture things that you can use as like an in maybe that's a good way to you know yeah. start the conversation with people who might not necessarily like want to talk about it otherwise yeah <laughs> for sure but um we're i mean excited to talk about something that absolutely does not matter this thursday i guess matt forced <laughs> me to watch a <laughs> another garbage film so we'll be breaking down thunder force on thursday <laughs> yeah the melissa mccarthy octavia spencer netflix mm, film yeah. um you know it's it's that time of year where there's not a lot of good stuff to choose from <laughs> just trying to justify what we witnessed yeah yeah we'll we'll see if there's a full episode in there but (laughs) that'll be thursday Uh, yeah well we'll we'll, i mean we will talk about it so yeah (laughs) 
We'll see. But yes, so uh, you can find our merch now, which is available. And you can follow us on social media. And yeah, we'll be back on Thursday with another episode on Thunder Force. You can send us an email uh, telling us how we're wrong and incorrect about things, (laughs) if you so choose. Don't leave us a review. We hate that. Um, And yeah, see you guys on Thursday. Bye. Bye.